You ready, Sherry? I'm ready. It's been a little bit. It has. It's where we've been. Oh, where have we been? So when's the last time we did this? First of all, hi, everybody. Oh, so- right. <laughs> How do we do this? How do we do this? Well, that was a big part of what we did. It's, it's like, so how does the mixer work? Where do I plug it in? Where's, yeah. this, where's this cable go? Where's this cord go? How do we get comfortable in our seats so we don't make a bunch of weird noises? Well, I'm still working on that. These are different seats. I guess they probably are. Yeah, a lot has happened in the last yeah. uh, eight months. Eight months, yes. So welcome to episode 115. And what's this episode going to be about? Uh, so what have we been doing? If to the to the listener, uh, there was episode one fourteen, mm-hmm. and then eight months, <laughs> eight months pass, and it's like so you know, and yeah. you know, a few people reached out you know, and asked, so what's the you guys going to release anymore? What are you what are we doing? And it was like we're working on something that's hang tough, and that's and it's like that's good for a month, that's good for two months. After seven months, it's like just hang on, we're working on something. You know, uh, we we put the the pod on hiatus. Yeah, because we had we had other things going on that were taking, I think, one hundred percent of our effort, attention. I think that's true. I yeah. think we um, we have produced a lot of content that wasn't a podcast. Correct. In the last eight months. Correct. Um, and it's been great. But it's funny because when we recorded episode one fourteen, I don't think we knew it was going to be our last podcast for a while but then finding time and space to record again just didn't happen and so then paul and sherry did not have a podcast right (laughs) right right so um we only we only didn't have a podcast for maybe seven of those eight for that first month after we tried to have a podcast but it's like there was just the and the day is over yeah you know and um you know, we we've had a couple of conversations recently, and back then on it's like, so do we still have a podcast? What are we doing? What's its, you know, what's episode one fifteen going to be? And why did we stop? Why are we not recording? That's weird, you know. And so there was a lot of huh, something sort of shifted a little bit. Yeah. And uh, with all the other stuff going on. Uh, word was just not spoken in a microphone as a way that we were doing sort of the thing. Right. right. And we'll talk about what some of those things were, sure. I think, in this one and, yeah. and get people up to speed on where, where we've been uh, for, inf- for informational purposes and for <laughs> <laughs> regrounding and for. Yeah. Well, you know, it'll it's be like, good for us too. Like, where are we now? Yeah. Because suddenly I'm just getting the feeling, do I feel like I need to explain myself? And I was like, yeah, kind of, you know, yeah, I kind of yeah. do, kind of do. But um, yeah, re- you know, long story, very short. Yeah. All of our energy of, of expression went into some other, some other stuff, which we'll happy to share and talk about and let folks in on the, on the big, the big story. Yeah. So I think the, the central part of that is that we've been focused mostly on our home institution and growing a space i think when we on and off throughout like when we were working together over the pandemic we kind of had in our head like oh wouldn't it be interesting if we ran a like some sort of a center together right and then we we've actually figured out how to make that happen um on our home institution it's campus which is awesome um but i was amazed at how much time and energy running that center took yeah 
Delightfully so. Delightfully yet, so. Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. But it's like, what do you, what does the dog do when it catches the school bus? You know, it's like, oh, shoot. You know, yeah. it's like, what, now? what do I do with it now? You know, yeah. it's like you ask for things and you ask for things and you ask for things because uh, it would make everything great. And then you, you get some of them. And it's yeah. like, that takes a lot of time and energy to keep that thing going. Yeah. You know? So when we started talking about bringing the podcast back, one of the things we talked about was whether we would keep the name. Right. And we decided to keep the name. Right. And then we had this conversation about where we now compared to where we were when we first came up with this name. Mm-hmm. And it seems like one sort of central theme really has emerged as being really important to us. Mm-hmm. And we had this interesting conversation. And at the end of it, we wrote on a whiteboard, compassion. What is it? You can see the whiteboard. I can't. <laughs> oh, Goodness, where at? Compassion gives, gives, gives you, you traction. For this most unbelievable life. Yeah. yeah right. So um, I was like, there's all kinds of stuff on the board in a lot of different colors over there. I'm not <laughs> sure. Oh, there it is. It's, it's, yeah. it's on the bottom on the right. Um, yeah, compassion gives you traction for this most unbelievable life. And, you know, I think what that spirit of that statement came out of was, you know, what's the alternative to that? And it's like, well, you can do a lot of things. To make the wheels of your life kind of sort of turn. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those, you really just, your wheels are just sort of spinning in the mud. Yeah. You know, you don't actually move right. in a direction. And so, you know, the last year or at least the eight, eight or nine months of it, right, have been, how do you actually get the those, those wheels to sort of grip and move? Mm-hmm. Not just ourselves, you and me as individuals and as people who have podcasts and things like that. Um, being in a in an institution with a space, with a center, with furniture, with ooh, yeah, all this stuff, right? How do you move the institution forward, right? And what what does the institution really need, right? And um, here's more HR training and work hard and come back to campus and you can make it happen. You can make it happen, and we'll give an award to the person who works the most. Um, doesn't do it, you know. I mean it. It makes the wheel spin, but it doesn't have traction. You know what's funny about that sentence you just said? It was one sentence that was like 15 clauses long. Well, that's true. But yeah, um, the more semicolons might in be. there, like you're like, yeah. And, and then they'll give the award to the person. And what's funny is in the time since the last time we recorded a podcast, we actually won an award. Well, we did. Um, for this work. For this work. Yeah, that um, we do in the center. Yeah. yeah, for the compassion work. Um, and so it's been really interesting the way that I think um, we, I, I really think we've made compassion the work that we do. And it turns out that there's a whole lot of people who are in the market for compassion. Yeah, work, it, it seems right? like it. Yeah. And I don't mean that in like an economic sense of like, oh boy, people want to hire us, but more like, God, this world needs compassion. Right. Everywhere you look. It does. It does. And the alternative is, you know, what we had before. You know, it's like we know what the alternative, we we lived the alternative. Yeah. Many of us did. You know, not all. Many of us did. Um, Hustle, grind, uh, and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, that that award, uh, an Excellence in Education Award given by, you know, our our mother system Uh here in Virginia for doing this work and it's like, wow, not only, right, is there now support at institutions, at locations and buildings 
for the work that that uh, we're trying to do. But you know, the higher level administrations of places seem to be a little more open to the conversation because I think a lot of places, not just ours, other places too, other institutions that we're working with, um, uh, from other community colleges to research national research labs, mm-hmm. um, are huh, you know, there might be something to that. Like, huh, yeah, there might be. Yeah. There might be. And so um, the acknowledgement that comes with recognition, you know, on one hand, it's like, it wasn't a, it, it's not like a huge amount of money that we get and we had to split it between ourselves. It was taxed heavily. <laughs> right. and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> by the time it trickles down to us, it's like, I thought it was more. Um, and, a, and a couple of really lovely certificates, you know, what it really represents is that, you know, the the Commonwealth of Virginia seems to be in the in the in the in the game, yeah. right? In the business of yeah, compassion, empathy. Yeah, let's talk. Yeah, and that's encouraging. It is right because it's it, it's hard to do things that are novel, that are new. Right. Let's open a compassion center on a college campus. <laughs> Let me stop you right there. Right. There's a thousand other things yeah. that an administration would love to do with space. You know, and a, a place is so you a place where you can do workshops for faculty and staff to do compassion cannot be right at that the top of many lists off the bat unless somebody is generating that yeah interest and, and yet it makes a lot of sense, right because you're right it it sort of runs in the face of a lot of you know corporate and higher ed alike kind of the turns of phrase that people are using right, right now. You know, compassion isn't exactly what we would describe as like innovative or technology forward, right? Because um, you really don't need anything to offer compassion except, you know, a breathing human. Right. right. Like that's what you really right. need. Yeah, right. Um, but I think that, you know, a lot of the impacts of as we've worked through uh, the shared trauma of the pandemic mm-hmm. um, and as people are just starting to really reevaluate what matters in life. Um, compassion has an, a really interesting opportunity to help us navigate the truth of our experiences. And I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast. Like, What is compassion? Probably somewhere in that first 114 episodes. Who knows? If folks really want to go through the first 114 episodes, and I'm happy to encourage. They can do that. They can. Right? <laughs> but in the meantime, like, or, yeah. you know, we talk about compassion as suffering with you know suffering together suffering together right and i think you know the reason compassion seems to be like such an ultimate tool to me is that everyone's already suffering yeah right (laughs) Right? the key is are we going to do it together or against each other right yeah so the question is that how do i make people suffer so i can do it with them it's like they're already suffering yeah you don't have to yeah yeah you know just like they say in many of the um many of the the meditative practices you know you in order to investigate the nature of suffering, you don't have to go looking for it. I mean, it just like joy, it will arise naturally from the experiences that we have. Yeah. And we don't have to think about like the, the worst stuff or the most dire stuff or the most, you know, distraught inducing things out there. It's just the suffering in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Just the, you know, that that naturally arises because we feel things. Right. In a lot of different ways, you know. Um, so it's it's that. Mm-hmm. It's that suffering, you know, that I think really 
you I mean people don't have to think that they don't have enough suffering to to practice it you know everyone does everyone does um and so it's it's really paying attention to the suffering that is present the suffering that is that's unique to each one of us you know which means it does take a little bit more than a pre-recorded uh you know workshop that you click through the slides and you do the questionnaire at the end and then you're you're sort of good for the year until you 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 have to do it again to get recertified for something it's more than that you know it requires a little more time and energy you know to 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 generate this experience where people can come together and share in the suffering that they're experiencing and the suffering that their colleagues are experiencing and to be able to do it together and you know because of that you know everyone brings their own unique mm-hmm suffering to it so it takes a little time and it takes a lot of energy and it takes a skill set uh, sort of that can be learned and practiced mm-hmm. in order to facilitate that and so if the question is where's our, our time sort of been going <laughs> a little bit it's like how do you do that you know um the only common denominator for all of these people in this room is that they all know and experience suffering yeah and but the other you know however they also do all know and experience joy right Well, and that's the tricky nature of doing like compassion forward work is that even if you bring together in a room the same exact people day after day after day, Mm -hmm. the the nature of their suffering is not going to be the same day after day, Mm -hmm. right? And that's why like if you're in a workplace and you work with the same team, you can run up against new challenges every time you come together. Why the same classroom? week after week like some days tuesday's just off right yeah right because speaking because, from experience yeah. dr spiegel right? <laughs> indeed <laughs> um but like just and even ourselves like the nature of our own suffering is different every time and so part of the compassion practice i think is figuring out how to stay curious about suffering and acknowledge it in every sort of aspect of like you know even while we're recording this podcast, like I'm sort of quietly aware of little tiny minor, super minor in the grand scheme of themes, um, little bits of suffering that you and I are both uh, undergoing, even while we're recording this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like you keep checking the the mixer because this we haven't done this in a while. No, we haven't. It was like, is it working? And you're not confident. And, <laughs> yeah, I think it's working. Right? You know, it looks and like so, it's working. And so you're being present in this moment with me. You're trying to produce something for our audience and you're navigating that unease. Yeah. And I'm aware of that. I also had set uh, a stopwatch for us and I don't know if you noticed, but for some reason that stopped working and I don't know when. Yeah, I don't know. And I've, I've tried to not be distracted by that, but I'm aware of it. Um, and so those are little things, but like those are two things that haven't been present in a podcast before. Yeah. And so right. we have to try to figure out how to be in the moment we're in while also noticing these like unpredictable little bits of ugh that are kind of there with us yeah. too. And is that not true for everyone? Absolutely. You know, and, and yeah, and, and that's and that's exactly sort of it. I mean, is that not true for everyone? And uh yeah, so we uh we thought we would sort of, you know, tackle that. How hard can it be? <laughs> yeah, how hard can it be? How, how, how hard can it be in a college on a college campus with faculty and staff? You know, with and uh, students and students yeah. and colleagues and yep. you know friends and and, and ourselves yeah. and it's uh, it's quite an undertaking. It has, yeah. 
and so we've we've developed quite a bit of interesting content. Like we uh, developed a four part compassion series, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, and so what was that? That was like intro to mindfulness. Yeah, yeah, mindful awareness. And, and intro to NVC, nonviolent mm-hmm. communication was the second part. Yeah, and then in our compassion series, we then went to boundaries. Boundaries. And then to the topic you made us write. Yeah. And the, I still haven't forgiven you for. Uh, forgiveness. Ah, yeah. Yes. Compassion 202, forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. So because we're, we try to be cute, they're like Compassion 101, Compassion 102, 201, because we work at a community college. So, yeah. you know, make them, make them like little classes. Um, uh, people dug those, though. Yeah. People really enjoyed those. And they were not easy Mm-mm. to... Um, they're not always easy to, to structure and, and produce the workbooks for those. And I don't think they were always easy for people to take. Um, there were some some pretty hard topics come up with those. You know, I'm thinking, is the, you know, I mean, just why is the forgiveness one the, the, the last one? Because it's like, we'll get to that one later. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, it's like, what is the tallest Mount Everest topic that we can sort of come up with that's compassion related? You know, yeah. let's, let's do that because it, not because, you know, equal parts, you know, equal parts, it would be helpful and useful for a variety of reasons, you know, but also it's like, it'll be really hard, you know, and how many, you know, how many, how many folks offer, you know, forgiveness workshops on their, with their colleagues on a community college campus, to faculty and staff, to educators, what does that look like, you know, um, some of them are engaging with it with things that are happening in their personal lives and some are engaging with things that happened on 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 the job yeah. at the workplace. Well, and I think it's interesting because like both that and the boundaries one, right, are so vital to like long-term success working with other humans. Yeah. Um like no matter how much you adore working with someone, um you're going to need boundaries and you're going to need forgiveness. Right. You know, like you and right. I have worked together pretty closely for almost four years. Yeah. Um, and we have needed boundaries with each other. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. forgiveness yeah, yeah. on occasion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think people just assume, like, forgiveness, like, oh, like, we're all adults here. We learned how to forgive each other on the playground when we were seven. So we're good to go, right? And it's not like that. It's not like that. Like, um, yeah, we talk about this all the time. If you remember that situation when you were on the playground and – the teacher like forced somebody to apologize to you, you know, so you're sorry, Bobby. And it's like, I don't think that was an authentic apology that that person was literally coerced into offering. Yeah. I don't think true reparation is being made here. I think, uh, all right, now back to playing, you know, it's like, that doesn't quite do it. Yeah. What is the real thing? What is the real thing? Yeah. So we really got in the weeds with that one. Yeah. Um, and I think from writing that workshop, I learned a lot about forgiveness. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, maybe we can at some point take an episode where we look at that more carefully. But yeah, yeah. I think I learned so much about what I need from forgiveness and what forgiveness can't do that people seem to promise it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest takeaways for me in that particular uh, design was realizing that no one's actually entitled to forgiveness, mm. right? Like, mm-hmm. it's a gift you can give, but you're not required it right that was that was that was a really interesting point to sit with for me right right and for for a lot of folks you know when it's like hey let's do a forgiveness workshop and it's like but there are people in my life that i yeah i just not 
it's it's not a possibility for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Um, and that those variety of reasons can be all, all over the place. Like some of those reasons are the person is no longer alive. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're going to be asking for it or offering it, what does one do if the person is not currently embodied in yeah. this physical plane? Can it still be done? It's like, well, kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, you know, what do you have to do before and what do you have to do after? And is it worth offering it to somebody who's not interested? You know, so all kinds of really interesting conversations come out of it. And despite, you know, it's a hard topic, you know, yet it seemed to be received joyfully. And I remember that workshop was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we 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 had some really good good moments in there and we really shared a lot of good stuff. We did. And it's it was funny. very well attended as well. It was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> and requested for repeat. Yeah. Um, what's interesting too is I think with the workshops we've given, we've given kind of one or two workshops every month in the time that we've been in hiatus. And there's a way in which it almost has a little bit of a podcast feel to it because it's you and me up talking to people, but there are actual physical humans in the room, which is yeah. different than this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the comments we got from a lot of people was, was largely about the rapport we have. Um, and I think the 114 episodes that came before uh, this yeah, totally. are the reason we have the rapport. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was never, I think it was never challenging. Yeah. Like when I was like, I don't know, Sherry, our rapport sucks. Let's work on that. I mean, it's not, <laughs> Yeah. we didn't read the book or anything like that. Um, anyone who knows either of us knows that, we don't have a problem talking. We enjoy it. Right. <laughs> uh, more than more than many, I think. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, but I mean, that it's sort of, so what did you do for your pandemic kind of thing, you know? And we had, I mean, none of this could have been the wildest notion of a possibility in what 2021 yeah 2020 when we started the podcast and started we're doing workshops on zoom or just like little meditation groups on zoom mm-hmm. or whatever with our colleagues when we're all sort of stuck at home you know but those experiences that we had you know working together electronically and then in person more and then sort of trying to keep it going and keeping communication and and you know interest with each other and what we're doing open and alive, um, amazing and unanticipated things can happen. And, and they did. when when that those kind of comments are made, it's like, oh, you guys have the best rapport. It's like watching a talk show. It's like, is that a good thing? Or because it's like sometimes that's in the uh, in the what I loved about this, and sometimes in the in the complaint category is like it's like watching a talk show. You know? Yeah, like, one of the complaints like <laughs> was a comparison. Of us to Regis and Kathy Lee. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of down with that. Yeah, I'm kind of down with that. Have you seen Regis and Kathy Lee? That's an aspiration more than it is a problem. We've arrived. Yay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, uh, But these skills can be taught to anyone. You know, I mean, it's not that we were just sort of born with it and we could sort of do something. But just like with all these workshops, I mean, every one of these topics is kind of big. They're standalone with some of the other stuff that we'll probably talk about here in a minute. Um, with any of our workshops, you don't have to start with the 101. You can take any one. They're mix and match. Take any one at any time. Mm-hmm. There's no prerequisites. Um, if we do four different ones and it's a completely different group every time, great. That works, right? So they really are standalone um, in that respect. Yet they also are self-referential a little bit and they mm-hmm. do sort of build into a, into a thing a little bit as well. Um, but even though they are 
sort of these big, almost like spiritual, you know, very personal about someone's experience kind of kind of topics, every one of them within the workbook and within the workshop and in conversations that we have, we demonstrate this. These are skills that can be learned. Mm -hmm. You know, they can be practiced. You know, there's a, there's a, there, there can be frameworks on how to unlock this stuff. If mm -hmm. unlocking is the right word, you know, um, what does it look like to start? Mm -hmm. You know, what do you need in order to start? It's like watching a, a YouTube video on how to make something that tells these are the materials are going to need, right? This is no different. Right. It's no right. different. None of these, NVC is no different. You know, get a list of feelings and needs. You know, forgiveness is no different. That's right. Um, tap into what you really feel and and think of somebody, you know, that you had a, a hard time with sometime. Doesn't have to be big. Anybody will do. <laughs> you know, uh, the people who hang out in front of the CVS and try to sell you stuff when you walk in and out the door. You know, that's a little personal for me right now, actually. You know, but it's like, <laughs> why do they, why do they, you know, I don't want to talk to somebody when I'm going <laughs> You know, but it's like they're not looking for forgiveness and I'm interested in offering it. So that one's a fine one. But, you know, any anything, right? We have these experiences every day, you know. Um, the boundaries one. Raise your hand if, you're, if you've ever felt like your boundaries were being violated. By God, who wouldn't? You yeah. know, but there's – these things are not magic. They're mm -hmm. not magical things. You know, there's a framework right. where we can – if we can get together, especially with the ones that really tap into shared suffering or not necessarily shared in the same way – but we all, something suffering that is something we all share. Doing it with other people helps, mm -hmm. you know. And the relationships that are formed within the workshops—that's mm -hmm. um, the we we don't we sometimes we we let people in on this. That's the real sauce of these workshops: is people who don't know each other at our institution start relationships, mm -hmm. you know, that last outside of the workshop. Yeah. You know, and they both went to the same workshop. So they have the shared experience and it's compassion related. Mm -hmm. And that's the stuff that's going to grow into the vines are going to grow out of those seeds. Yeah. And take over. Well, and I think there's been sort of, yeah. So we, we sort of have watched a community form and develop and strengthen um, across time and space. And I think for both of us who, you know, have had struggles with talking about whether or not we feel supported over time. Mm -hmm. One of the things that's been interesting for us watching us facilitate and grow this community is realizing that we get to kind of practice what we preach to some extent and realizing yeah. that like we're members of that community too. Mm -hmm. And so um, on occasion, seeing the ways in which our community shows up for us and supports us mm -hmm. as we move through our own, you know, joys and suffering um, when we got that award, people really showed up and yeah, celebrated did. with us. And as we've navigated more challenging moments, um, that community shows up for that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, yeah, they really do. And I mean, what we've what we started to notice, you know, that after these workshops, uh, this room is spotless. Yeah, everybody like, can I help you put stuff away? Can I, you know, it's like everybody participates. Mm -hmm. In the workshop from beginning to end, you know, can I help set stuff up? Can I help tear stuff down? Can I do the dishes? Can I, can I do the dishes, right? Can I right. can I wipe down the tables? And like, yeah, sure. Of course, I always Let's tell sure. people that they can't do the dishes because they can't take that chore away from you. Yeah, like, I love doing the dishes. You do. Yeah, I really do. But that I mean, it's a consistent theme across 140. That's true. You know? No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You know, Paul still loves doing the dishes. Yep. Um, but watching the community really sort of coalesce around that has been has been great. 
Oh. You know, um, it's been really, really something to see. And um, I mean, just the generation of the of the center, it, it went to squatting in a room on a campus that we re reserved for a semester at a time to like a literally a designated space with mm -hmm. some resources and some buy-in yeah. of cash things, you know, to the, you know, from the institution to keep the center going and get it, get it operating. Mm -hmm. And okay, I guess, yeah, I guess it's time. Yeah. And I mean, I think one of the things that we've run into with the center is that like people are interested in the content of what we discuss here. Um, people are interested in keeping conversations going and people outside of our institution are interested in what we're doing and the conversations that are being had. Mm -hmm. And so we kept having this conversation about like, well, how do we scale? How do we get this out to more people? And then it's like, well, we I got this know. podcast. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, but we don't do a podcast anymore, Sherry. We're doing other things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But what if we did? What yeah. if we did? So here we are again. All the equipment the was still here. I mean, the True. mixer works. The microphones are right there. The cables all seem to cable. Mm -hmm. They attach one thing to another and it seems to function. There's a number yeah. ticking up on the mixer. It's a number that's ticking up. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah, so the I mean Podbean is still there. We yep. you know, we just have all we have to do is what we did, press the button and go. Yeah. You know, that's the So thing. what do you think will be different this time around? Oh, we've come to the question portion of the Well, I had to ask a question before you started getting uh, What's here. gonna be different about the pod? Uh huh. Uh probably be a little shorter. Mm -hmm. uh, we used to <laughs> Yep. We used to roll in around an hour fifteen. You know, we used to roll in about an hour fifteen. Um and people were listening to a lot of podcasts back then, longer, yeah. longer form kind of stuff. And people still, people still are, you right. know. Um, but people were commuting a yeah, lot they more were. than they are now. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to try to keep them under an hour. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, the timer turned off. For the record, Sherry, we are at exactly half an hour at this point. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle up, listeners. You yeah. only got about 15 minutes yeah, more. But, you know, a little shorter with the same great content. So um, I don't know. I mean, one of the other reasons why we sort of felt when we were doing sort of the post-mortem of like, why are we not doing a podcast was that we sort of felt like that I did it. I should only speak for myself. I sort of felt like uh, the tank was not, was, was getting kind of empty. Mm -hmm. You know, we sort of, we had this thread that was 114 episodes long. And we talked about this at the time when we were recording these, there's only one episode of the podcast and it's, 153 hours long you know because <laughs> the, the the topics just you know the podcast you can just line them up and listen to them and the one that's just going to run right into the next yeah. you know so it's just like we and we just sort of separated them by a week or so out of kindness for the listener i mean you can't drop 100 episodes at once of a podcast and you sure <laughs> don't want to release one that's 100 hours long um or do we uh so but we do not we do not yeah but i mean we started with you know uh the the first one which was missing the point yep and uh, what was one what was the topic of 114 or the title of like the unbearable lightness of joy and compassion or something, something like, like that, that yeah. and it's like that's the sort of where these bookends on this this series of going into a pandemic and coming out of a pandemic because yeah. as we know episode one you know we recorded the week before Mm -hmm. COVID-19 pandemic was declared you know yeah. we, we recorded one episode in person and then about a hundred uh over zoom 80 mm -hmm. or 100 over zoom remotely and then we just kind of started to 
get back in person again. And then it's like, well, we got to ask some questions. You know, people are starting to come back. Um, and one of our, our dean colleagues here at the campus, you know, said, you know, it's going to be hard for people to come back and share space. Can you help them out? And we're like, sure. Mm-hmm. We need a room. Uh, waiter. You learn things like you learn things. Well, we need to get a room. We need to get some snacks. We need mm-hmm. to come up with a way for people to register. We need to blah, blah, blah. And you figure it out. Yep. You figure it out. Just you know? like we did with the podcast. Just like, yeah, you're just going to, I don't know, you, you get a microphone and something to record on and you, a, a laptop and you figure it out. Um, and the way not to do it is to not figure it out and just, just figure it out. Um, and, and that sort of overlapped for a little bit. And then it was like this, this, for this, for this work to, to happen well in a community college where it actually can be on a, a, a thing that is supported by an institution where there's in, like literally institutional support in terms of dollars and time and to do the good for people as they are, we need to devote enormous amounts of time and energy into it and Mm -hmm. we did you know and it's like well the podcast 114 episodes it's self-contained it's good um we'll get back to it you know if 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 we feel so called and i guess we feel so called because that's sort of what we just did right Right. we just spent eight months making a shocking amount of content yeah (laughs) and we haven't told anybody outside of our institution about much of it at all right a little casual Uh, work on it LinkedIn, but yeah, that's that's it. So yeah. it's like okay, we 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 can't just do content and podcasts at the same time. We have to go back, right? We have to, you know, all we we did all the content and then we did all the podcasting. You know, doing all the content again. Now we're getting back to the the, the pod. pod. Yeah, we have new things to say. We do. You know, well, I and I think. Do you agree? I would. I would agree. Um, we have created twelve different workshops in the last year. Yeah, which is astonishing. Each, each with a book. Each with a book. Um. And I won't speak for you. You can speak on this subject yourself. Uh, you probably but, accurate. Yeah, whatever probably. It is. I think the content we wrote has wildly changed the way I live my life. Mm. Um, and I think what's been interesting is for every workshop that we developed, we had to take the test ourselves. Like we were learning the lesson yeah. right along with our um, yeah. our participants. We joked about it. So who's going to take the lesson this time? So yeah. Better you than me. And then next, oh shit, it is me. Yeah. <laughs> some of the tests were easier than others. Uh, yeah, some are ongoing. Yes. Well, stay tuned for more. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned for more. Some are ongoing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think I've just learned a whole lot. And part of it is as we've worked on this content with participants in the workshop, I think we've gotten to see the way that some of the things we're thinking about really have changed the lives of people that are around us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We've watched um, workplace relationships change. We've worked, we've seen people who have had lost their luster for the work we do to Mm -hmm. find it again. People navigate uh, challenges at home with their children. Like, this stuff is useful to people. Yeah. Um, right. And so I'm excited to share more of it in this platform because I think it's just, it, it, it makes a difference, right? Like it really it's made does. a difference for me and why not give it away to others? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, this is the, this is the, uh, the mode of distribution that can reach the most people for the least. Yeah money 
exactly. that we have to spend on. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, a lot of times people... And the, and the least that they have to spend as well, you know, because it's like, I don't know, you can find us on all the... All, all the major platforms. All the major platforms, yeah. you know. Just download well, it and give it a listen. You'll hear the score, you know, what we're about. Yeah, right? and that's the thing. Is it's like, not like we're saving all the good stuff for... For, for anybody who somebody who pays, you know, but I mean, all the all everything that we're doing, we we have out there. We try to get out there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been interesting because we'll meet people, you know, at conferences or through LinkedIn, and people will say, "Oh, I wish I could come to your workshops," and it's like, "Well, we wish that too," but until that's possible, you know. Um, and I mean, the thing is, is I think in this format, the benefit of it is we can introduce some concepts and get people thinking, but a lot of the work. It, it's not just a listening practice. No. It's a practice. It's a practice. verb. It's a verb. Yeah. I think um, it's, it, you know, theory's great, but at the end of the day, it's lab. Yeah. There's lab as well. Right. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. 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 So our, our shared backgrounds really have, have you know, uh, helped us out with this because, I mean, what is what happens when there really is interdisciplinary collaboration and... Well, when you have a biology biology teacher, you know, matched with an English professor to do compassion work workshops, you get a book, you get a workshop, and you get a lab. You yeah. know, it's like, <laughs> it's like wow, that really worked out, didn't it? You know, uh, yeah. so that that worked out well. So and a lot of reflective writing exercises. With reflective writing, you know, Thank we don't you, give we don't teacher. give people grades, but we do take attendance for the workshops to make sure everybody's here. But that's um, true. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that, that's a synergistic match that really sort of sort of worked well. Yeah, you know, yeah. that that's really 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 sort of worked out. So, and I think we've learned a lot just from poking around at like, well, how does your discipline talk about this? And, and a lot of times we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, or like we, you know, even we've recorded some content for our classes yeah, right, and right. just playing around with like, right. oh, we have same root words but we're using them in the disciplines as though they're different yeah what did we do so we matched up the you know rhetorical situation with the scientific method and yeah did a mixtape shipped them you know and uh yeah yeah and that was fun that That was was fun fun. (laughs) we should turn that into a podcast nerds yeah nerds Nerds. like about half of our listeners just turned it off yeah right right. sorry they're like oh you're having trouble sleeping. Listen to what comes next. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So um, we, you know, so the Annandale Center for Contemplative Practice, right, is is what the the ACCP. So if we ever use that acronym, that's what you. That's yep. what we're talking about. It's our home center now, yeah. and then, but of course, our first love will always be Timo. Yeah, right. It's most unbelievable life because I'm the everything that we do here you know, in the center and on the campus came out of that, yeah. you know, and the awesome thing about that, what that means is you can do it too. Mm-hmm. You know, you can start a team in your neighborhood and start a team in your home. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, it started with, you know, Hey, you want to do a podcast in a pandemic and zoom. It's true. And no, the question being nothing more than, I don't know. Well, let's record it and put it out there and see what happens. See what happens. And you figure it out. Yeah. You know, it'd be the alternative, which is trying to grind, you know, trying to suffer through, you know, feeling like you're alone, mm-hmm. feeling like you're separate, which the pandemic was great at, um, getting us to feel that way. And so I think uh, it just takes, it doesn't take a lot of people, but it just, uh, it, it does take people to put their foot down and say, you know what, there's another way. Yeah. You know, um, 
So, I mean, we wrote this up here on the board as well. What is this, you know, what what is this podcast about, you know, and what drives us forward? And what's the, you made me read the other one. What's the, what's the blue one? The blue one, a podcast for the curious minded. Uh, asking the question. How else could this be? Asking Sherry to read my dry erase handwriting on the That's board. That's behind like, her. I can't even read it. Yeah. yeah I yeah. can't even read it. We have to turn yeah, around. Yeah. Um, a podcast for the curious minded. You yeah. know, you, you think teaching sucks on Zoom? I agree. You know, how could this be different? Yeah. You know, is there another way this could this could happen? Might still be on Zoom. Might yeah. still be stuck at home. Might not be anymore. Right? What's it like to transition back to a classroom? I don't know. Let's find out. Mm-hmm. Um, does it mean we get in our same ruts that we were in before? Or do we scrap everything and, and do a reboot? Yeah. You know, try something new. We're, we're I think, speaking for myself, not for you. I mm-hmm. think we're both fans of, I don't know. Yeah, nothing to lose. Why not try Figure something else? You know see what happens. <laughs> You're not going to get fired. Just <laughs> see what happens. Well, some well, you, people you probably, might. You probably won't get fired, but you people might get might. fired. And if you did, well, your job didn't love you anyway. Go well, do something else. Yeah. Right? This is uh, bad advice coming from <laughs> I was like, Don't wow, Paul, anymore. that comes from a pretty privileged place. Yeah, never never mind. Just do what you always were doing and be miserable. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's going to Well, work, but yeah. what I was going to say is, you know, I think when we first started the podcast, the name, um, I don't think I ever said this to you because I was like Ooh. probably a little afraid of you when we first started recording. But like the idea of this most unbelievable life, I was like, what is this bullshit? Like life isn't really <laughs> unbelievable at all, right? Um, it was really an aspirational thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hoped that life could be like that mm. because to me, unbelievable has a really positive glow to it. Um, but I think where I sit now and we can probably, we'll get more into this now, mm. like in the future episodes, but like, you know, it's not like all of our life right now is rainbows and butterflies. No, it's hard stuff. Right. There's some hard stuff that we're walking through. And there's also some really great stuff that we're walking through. But I think, I think that I actually am living an unbelievable life Hmm. now. But I think at the beginning of this podcast, um, life was just happening to me and I was trying to survive. Right. And so now I think I'm in a position where I know what it takes to actually live an unbelievable life, even when the shit hits the fan. And it does. And it did. And it does. More about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned, right? That's why you get people to, yeah. you the know, to listen to the next what episode. What shit has hit it's the like, fan? They're going to believe what shit hit the fan. Yeah. I can't believe it. You can't believe it. Nobody can. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, long, you know, to, 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 to sort of summarize, you know, the shit hitting the fan, it's like the same shit that happened before happened now. Yeah. You know, it's not like there's less shit now. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's, you know, the the, the better, the, the good is better and the worse is, you know, it's it's not that, you know, yeah. and certainly didn't make the bad go away or the hard go away and just, you just get good all the time. That's certainly not what's happening. Right. It's like, but there is something different mm-hmm. about it, you know, and it's like, it, it's not even something that's noticeable to the, to, to the onlooker, but it, you know, you hear it once in a while, oh, Sherry, you look kind of different these days. You, doing something different it's like yeah i'm happy Mm -hmm. you know um i'm happy and so that's the i mean that's the story of of everything we do that's the story of team all that's the story of the accp that's the story of the podcast you know is what is what are these skills you know how do what do you do how do you get there Mm -hmm. what's the story you know so over the last year oh we're running out of time for this one we have this series called the year to thrive Mm -hmm. uh 
Um, we'll talk about that. Talk about that soon. But it's like if you had to, if you had to figure out. So what do you actually do to um, get an unbelievable life? What is the what is the trajectory on that? What do you do first? Yeah, yeah. And I think we came up with a recipe, and for us, yeah. it starts with a pause. Yeah. Which is kind of a a fun way to end this first episode back because we took a long pause, didn't we? We did. We yes. paused. We learned a lot in the yeah. pause. Yeah, we did. Um, and you know, there it's so interesting the way that like some pauses you choose, some pauses come for you. Um, but either way, like whether you sort of desire to take pause or want it to give it to you. Voluntary or imposed, right? yeah. Like right. If you get fired because you followed Paul's advice <laughs> earlier, <laughs> you Just were so pausing. People um, have notches on their bedposts for a lot of reasons. For me, it's how many people did I get fired, yeah. you know, from their jobs by listening to my advice. <laughs> um, I don't think many people have gotten fired, but I think mm. our advice has ended a few marriages. Yeah, I think it has. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. ours, Not but ours, others. But yeah, others. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I think um, the first place that we go is the pause and then the rest of it unfolds from there. But I do think we came up with the recipe for an unbelievable life. Yeah, because it's disruptive. I mean, doing it is disruptive. Yeah. You know, I mean, the the way that, you know, should you, should, should you or someone choose to walk this, walk a path that, that unlocks an unbelievability to life that really lets you participate fully in what's happening without you know, hiding without running, without feeling like your life is happening to you, there's going to be disruption. Mm -hmm. It is not like it. the things that got you to where you are are going to be different than what takes you to the next place. Right. And more of the old stuff is not going to get you to an unbelievable life. No. We're going to have to do some different kind of stuff. Yeah. And that different kind of stuff uh, can be discovered freely mm -hmm. free, free of cost over yep. time but it requires full ass participation yeah right you can't halfway it you no. know um there's a little bit of an immersion into it and a lot of trust uh -huh. and a lot of faith and it's a little scary, it's a lot scary. because you're giving up because you, you're you're voluntarily making a decision to give up the things that you know don't work yeah true but it's something you know well, and you know, I realized earlier when I said that we figured out the recipe, um, I feel like that's a little bit of false advertising. I realized this because a recipe sort of implies that there's like a final baked good at the end. And there isn't like the problem with like this formula that we formulas may be a better idea yeah. uh, because when you're done with moving through these phases, you get to do you it You start again. over, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it's not even... Like, we've talked probably on this podcast about cycles a lot. I don't even think it's a cycle. It's just a spiral. Um, and so you're kind of moving back through the same kind of process over and over and over again. But every time you do, it gets more unbelievable. Right. It's iterative. It yeah. iterates. And the more cycles you have, the better it gets. Yeah. How do you move through that? Uh, how do you move through those cycles? How do you get moving instead of just spinning your wheels? Well, compassion gives you traction for this most unbelievable life. That's right. And that's where you start. Yeah. You know, so pause say you know what is this working for me yeah and how do i how do i pause and when do i pause summertime not the worst time to do it not the worst. if you're in academia anyway you know uh -huh. if you're even faculty, if you're not there's you're a, not though yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah but i think it might be close time for us to pause today i think it is yeah but uh to our listeners if you missed us 
We missed you. We missed you. And if you're new to us, we're glad to have you. We're glad to have you. <laughs> what else can I ha- say that Paul will repeat? What else could you say? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's good to be talking into a microphone again. It is. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Paul. Fun. Thank you, Sherry. How you doing over there? Good? I'm doing pretty good. How I are didn't, you? I never asked. How are you today? I know. How, like, we had fo- totally forgotten. How do we do this? Well, I was freaked out trying to make sure the mixer was working. You know what's funny, though, is I think we often start our workshops with hey sherry hey paul how are you doing and we do that and i think uh, i don't even think about it and i wonder for our participants in the room if it seems strange but i think it's like our cue like okay yeah right has begun right right it's the it's the little thing that they do in movies with it you know yeah action yeah okay and we're going yeah we're going yeah so awesome thanks for asking i'm great great awesome awesome okay i'm well too okay good (laughs) All right. See you, everybody. Bye. Take care. Bye.